How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? It's your boy here, Willigan Neighbor here, back with another one. And welcome to my HBCU experience. Today we have Miss Patricia Johnson. Y'all clap it up for her. Clap it up for her. All the way from Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. So, Miss Patricia, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm greedy, everybody. As Will has stated, my name is Patricia Johnson. I am a current junior at Edward University, and I also serve as the Student Government Association Student Body President. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm also an alum of the Waters University, the first Black HBC, well, Black and HBCU mean the same thing, the first HBCU in the state of J Florida. Let me do that again, come and edit that. The first HBCU in the state of Florida. Okay, let's get to let's get to the questions. So my first question for you today is what is the most what is some advice you can give to somebody who's currently looking at an HBCU? Some advice. Um wow. So some advice I would give to uh, somebody looking at HBCU is definitely come um it's a great experience to be surrounded by people who look like you. Um, you're taught by people that look like you. You're supported by people that look like you. And it feels good to not be a minority, but actually a majority. Um, the experience of coming to HBCU is truly one of a kind. And I feel as if you, if you, if you're, if you're African-American and you don't go to HBCU, like that's just crazy, crazy. I feel you on that. Um, that was one of the reasons that I decided to go to an HBCU. Um, because I went to an HBCU at first, and then I transferred to a PWI, and I just, I just didn't feel the same vibes. You know, it wasn't nothing wrong with the PWI. I loved the PWI to be honest, but it just was. I wanted that hands-on with my own people, and we could relate more. Um, that's the reason why I chose to go back to an HBCU. Um, so I definitely understand what you're saying when you say that. Um, what was some, how can I put this? What made you choose Edward Waters University? So I always tell this story. Um, I didn't really choose Edward Waters University. Edward Waters University chose me. Um, actually, the summer before I came, so the summer before fall 2020, I had applied to USF in Temple and I got denied. But my pastor, because I am AME, he wanted me to still like get into go back to school. So he suggested that I apply here and I applied and, you know, they took a chance on me and they accepted me. And um, ever since I've gotten here, I just felt like I wanted to repay my debt. So, you know, I try to be very active and make sure that I pour back into the institution that poured into me. Oh, that's it kind of like we have a lot in common when it comes to that because uh, my story is and I many people know this testimony but I share a little small part of it when I did transfer to the PWI I was like depressed I was down I was like man because there's some stuff that I want to do like I want to play in a band I want to pledge a fraternity and I was like man this school ain't got neither one so I was you know taking my chance and I was like you know let me apply to Air Waters because I heard the school. I applied when I was a senior, actually, but I forgot about it. And they they just didn't accept me at the time. And I ended up, you know, getting accepted this time. And I was like, wow. So when I got here, that's when God really started moving in my life. So definitely, definitely, that was a good 
Good decision, you know, your pastor said by coming to Edward Waters. And, you know, it's a Christian school, yep. too, so, hey, you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. So what what are the room conditions like at Edward Waters University? Um, the room conditions. They're currently improving. I mean, to be honest, something I've learned is, like, every HBCU has its issues. But I will honestly say since I've been here, the condition of Edward Waters is just has been improving. Um, recently this summer, they've renovated bathrooms, they renovated floors, um, they're in- installing new beds, new lighting fixtures. So I just want to say that the, the 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 room conditions are improving. They're not terrible at all, by far. That's great, because when I was there, you know, they, they started improving a little bit there when I was there. So, I you know, I see it on Instagram sometimes. I'm like, wow, they really doing their thing now, like, um... They made the building next to the library. They made that into a whole entire another building. I was like, wow, that's cool. And, you know, they built a little statue, not statue, but a little, uh, I don't know what it's called. But yeah, yeah, right beside, you know, the IOTA plot. And I was like, wow, he's really like the president, Faison, shout out to him. He's really doing his thing at the school. And I'm just like, wow, he's improving it so much. And, you know, people that work behind the scenes as well, shout out to them as well. They really yeah. improving the institution. And, you know, that, that played a big factor into, you know, deciding as a kid what school you want to go to is the dormitory life. And mm-hmm. I was talking to a kid. Um, I was trying to get him to go to college. And that was the first time he asked me. He was like, how is Ed Waters dormitory life? And I was just telling him, hey, it's improving. It's much better now. They even improving from when I was there. It done got better. And he was like, wow. So they really made him apply after I told him that in a the racist history. He might be going there this fall. That's um a- yeah, so that's a blessing right there. So do you think that family support plays a big um part in a child when they go to college? Um, I want to the extent, yes. I'm sure as far as like financially, um, and maybe just emotionally, but honestly, when you come to college, your family doesn't play as big as a role in your life as before, like when especially when you're living on campus. You know, you're surrounded by so many people and you, you know, you got to make all these decisions and stuff on your own. But don't get me wrong. I'm sure like when you're stressed and when you're overwhelmed or if you're getting into like an argument or something with somebody on campus, you always want to be able to vent to your family. And of course, throughout the holiday season and on breaks. So I say it's probably about 50 50, honestly. Yeah, that's that's true, because with me personally, I honestly I had family support, thank God. And, you know, it was plenty of times where I felt like leaving school. I ain't going to lie to you. And, you know, my dad, he was like, just stay in there, just stay in there. And I was like, man. Yeah, he was like, just stay in there. And, you know, the one thing that that pushed me was my granddad. Because before he died, he told my dad to tell me to finish school. So every time I feel like dropping out, I'd be like, bro, I'm, I'm done with this. I want to go to culinary school anyway. And, you know, I just remember that. And I'd be like, man, I got to keep grinding. I got to keep going. And. You know, I did it until I got to that graduation day. And, hey, it's still, to That's this day, it feel unreal. Like, I just walk in my house one time, and I see my degree, and I'd be like, wow, I really did it. <laughs> That's real. That's real. Congratulations. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you up next? You up next? 24. So, how'd you graduate next year? Mm-mm. Oh, well, I was off. Well, you see, hey, you still up next? <laughs> so, um... What will be, because I know this is a big, big topic, but matter of fact, before I go to that question, you touched on this a little bit, but I want you to go more in depth. So what are some advice you can give freshmen 
and what's some advice you can give seniors? Um, my advice that I would give freshmen is not everybody that you start with will be who you end with. And also mm. I would say, don't stay in your rooms. Like a lot of people be like, oh, my experience, you know, was crappy or it wasn't the best, but they never left their mm. room. They never got involved. They never joined an organization. Um, as far as seniors, wow. I want to say, honestly, this is probably the last time that you'll be able to just chill. You know, the real life is real life. You got bills, you got a house, you got rent. You know, you have real things that you have to worry about. And you'll probably never get this opportunity to just live and kind of just got kind of just experience life for what it is again. Right, right. And with the senior advice, you know, I can touch on that a little bit more since I've been there, done that. My advice for those people is to make sure even I'm going to take it back to your sophomore year. You need to start doing internships and we're going to get into that a little bit later on. But you need to get an internship so you can already have I don't want to say jobs lined up, but you can figure out what you like and what you do not like. See, mm-hmm. me personally, my class was the class that was kind of affected by COVID. So we didn't have internships. So it kind of screwed us a little bit. But if you was a sophomore and, you know, you already was doing that stuff, if COVID would have happened, you were still kind of good. You still figured out, okay, I yeah. don't like this job. Yeah. I like this job. It's basically like internships is like learning. You learn about the industry and you like, okay, I don't want to be on this side of the industry. I want to be this side of the industry. And you really, you really just got to just do internships for start. Um, second, if, if you plan on, please y'all listen to this, write this down on a piece of paper. If you have it, do not do like I did. I was going to law school up until I graduated. And I was like, man, I didn't know you had to do all this. I didn't know nothing about the LSAT. I didn't know none of this. So I'm like, I might need to go to grad school, then go to law school. So start looking for grad schools your sophomore year. Look into it and be like, hey, I need to figure out what grad school I'm going to. Fortunately, God blessed me and I got accepted to an institution after school. But definitely do do that. Definitely look at colleges. And even if you think you can't apply and make it, hey, God can work miracles. I'm telling you, I won't supposed to be at the school on map nine. I waited to the last minute. Um, and the, the last advice, enjoy it. Enjoy your senior year because like Patrice said, Patricia, excuse me, said, it'll go by so fast and you have bills, you'll have life, life to happen. So just enjoy your last your last year. I know I did, shoot. You know, I ain't saying go to no party in there, but hey, go spend time with your friends because you might not see them for a long time. Or, you know, go spend time with your teachers, your former teachers, the lunch ladies, the custodians. Hey, because them, them the people that really looked out for me. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, and just, just enjoy it. Take pictures, take videos, do everything you can. If you want to join an organization, join. If you want to, you know, do something, do it, cause that's your last year, you know. Mm-hmm. Just and for the freshmen, I say be prepared for hard work and dedication because <laughs> you at the beginning, and you know that's that's where the work really begins. Cause if you mess up your freshman year, it's kind of hard to come back. And I'm not mm-hmm. discouraging anybody, cause hey, I'm the one who can't talk. My freshman year, I'm a flunk out of college, and it wasn't due to me not going to class. I had took so many classes my freshman year not like mm, i need to say this don't take 18 credit hours 
Please don't. I did that my freshman year, and I literally was on academic probation the second semester. Don't do it. Take 12, learn learn college, learn the, your professors so you know which teachers not to take and which teachers to take. Um, Definitely have upperclassmen friends so you can know, like I just said, what the do's and do not. You might have a teacher on your schedule, and they might be like, hey, man, don't don't take that teacher. I'm telling you, that teacher right there going to have you going, going insane. And they could be like, take this teacher said. And man, you can be be with your counselors. Like constantly go to their office. I know I did. Constantly go to their office and be like, hey, what's the best route for me? Because your counselors, they've been there, done that as well. They can give you advice that nobody on that campus can give you because they see it through many other students what the routes to go and what not to go. That's my advice to y'all. And to graduate. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care if you have to stay an extra year. I had to stay an extra year. I don't care if you have to change your major. I had to change my major. I'm a walking testimony. I don't care if you scared to move out of your hometown. I moved out of my home state. I was three and a half hours away. Do it. God got you. If he lean you there, like they say, if God put you there, he won't leave you. Now the words so that he did not leave or forsake you. For sure. So the next one is health and wellness. Now, this is a big topic. So how would you relate health and wellness to your HBCU experience? Ah, Yeah, that's hard. I mean, if you're not in athletics, well, what you know what? Actually, I take that back. So they are building an on-campus, like, mini, I guess, gym. So that should be helpful for people who are not athletes. I know right now it's kind of limited um, as far as if you want to work out if you're not an athlete. Um, also, we just we just changed food service providers, so I believe that'll be a big help for people who may be on like certain diets, whether they're pescatarian, vegetarian, vegan, etc. Mm-hmm. Et but outside of that, like, don't get so consumed. Like, don't overwork yourself. Like, make sure you take mental health breaks for yourself, even if you just like want to get your feet done or you just have a day where you just kind of unplug. Um, I know sometimes it's so easy to like just overwork yourself to the point where you're burnt out and nobody deserves to feel like that um definitely take time for yourself even if you got to cut off your phone deactivate social medias it's important to keep a healthy state of mind yeah that's that's some great advice um and i would like to add to that because i me and mental health in college was not good friends um so the my advice for you is like trissa said take a break um one of the things that i used to do is i was in band so i really couldn't take a break but i I find ways to do it so you know the days we didn't have you know a game or we didn't have practice i would just not do anything like i catch up on my work and i'll just relax watch netflix stuff like that um and even when we did have games or i did have a busy day you know before practice i'll take a break didn't do nothing took a nap talked to my family did something like that so that'd be a great thing. And if you have a counseling session or a counseling services, excuse me, go to them and really vent to them because they are there to help you. You can't get help if you don't go there. So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely get help. And I understand you can't tell everybody your business. Go to God. Mm-hmm. You know, God, God is he ain't going to tell nobody. And if he do, it's to help you. So, you know, definitely do that as well. And don't don't overload yourself with too much work. Meaning, if you know you can't take 18 credit hours, don't take it. <laughs> if you know you can't, if you know this friend is causing you to detach yourself from your goal in school 
hey, sometimes, like Patricia said earlier, you ain't gonna be with the same people you started with. You're not. It is it's or, people, and I was just, yeah, excuse what you said. I said true story. Right, it's gonna be some people, and I'm just gonna be transparent because this can help somebody who's in college or thinking about going to HBCU or just a college in general. Um, some of the some of the people like I went to school with, some of them still in school, some of them didn't graduate. Like my freshman year, I never forget my freshman year. We had over, I want to say, two thousand freshmen or somewhere close to that. Some it was up there. It was up there. Um, yeah, <laughs> I went to a big HBCU the first time, and the people who I started with, most of them left when I left. Mm-hmm. And after that, I just started p- seeing people who I was close with leave. I'm like, you ain't there no more. They was like, no, I went to this school, this school, this. So some some people gonna transfer, some people gonna flunk out. Now you are gonna see somebody once a month, next month they gone. So you know, don't don't get too attached to people. That's what I'm trying to say. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you in college for yourself and for your future. You know, mm-hmm. don't let nobody don't let nobody get you into such a bind that you leave school or you don't concentrate because of them. That's part of your mental health, too, because if they stress you out, you're not going to be able to think straight. And then next thing you know, you flunking classes. You can be a straight A student, get stressed out, be a F student. I done seen it. I'm telling you. So we touched on internships, and I I never asked you your opinion on it or your advice for them. So what is your advice for internships, the do's and the don't? Uh, do not do not be afraid to take internships in different fields, but mm-hmm. definitely try to get an internship every year. Internship, externship, mentorship, whatever it is, try to get some type of experience under your belt every every summer. So I've been, I've been like me myself, I've tried to do something every summer. I think my freshman year, that summer I did uh like a mentorship with IBM. Um this summer I did like a couple of things. I did like a, a a music externship and I also did a internship, a local internship in Jacksonville for a, a tech company. And so I say that so that you know, if you have experience in different fields, not only one, that'll open up more doors for you, like as far as grad school or possible jobs, but also you'll get a feel, a better feel of, okay, I like this. Okay, I don't like this. Um, also, not every dollar is a good dollar. Don't try to chase things just because they pay well, because then you may be somewhere that you hate, but you try to force yourself to stay just because of the money. Um, if you do something you love, like, the money gonna come, so don't chase the dollar because every dollar ain't a good dollar. Exactly, exactly. Um, so my next question is peer pressure. This is a big thing in college, so I'm gonna let you go since you're currently in college and you it could be some more stuff going on that I don't even know about. Mm-hmm. So, going to give you advice on peer pressure. I think peer pressure really every stage of life. Um, you know, every every school you went to, from elementary to middle to high, but in college it's it's crazy. But at the same time, by the time you come to college, you know, you kind of know who you are as a person. And so mm-hmm. I would say, like, stand on who you are. Like if if you're one type of way or if you believe in certain morals, don't let anybody untalk you out of those morals. Like if you know you believe in God and you know this this and that like don't let somebody just talk you out of this this and that just for you know a good feel or a couple moments or whatever because you're gonna regret it 
And deep down, you're going to know that you're not happy. Like, don't jeopardize your happiness to make somebody else happy. Because in the end, you're going to be unhappy. And then you're going to regret it. Right, right. That was one of the peer pressures that I faced was when I attended uh, the PWI school. And it was people telling me not to go back to HBCU. They was like, don't go back, man. Don't you see what you have here? Like, why do you want to go back? And I was like, man, I want to play in band. I want to play as a fraternity. I want to, you know, just do what my ancestors, you know, fought for. You know, they fought for them schools and they fought to have an education. And not saying you can't go to a PWI. You can. They have great institutions. Don't get me wrong. But like me personally, I wanted to attend it ever since I was little. Um, I grew up in the city with the HBCU in it, actually. So I was around it all the time. So I just felt like I was literally at home again. And, you know, I didn't listen to those people. I was like, man, I'm going to go back. And I ended up going back, had the best experience, got some of the best connections. And, man, I even noticed it. Like, you you're a part of the HBCU family. Like, I came back home. People like, oh, you went to Air Waters? I heard Air Waters. And they went to HBCU, you know. And it's it just like, you can really network off of going to HBCU. It's <laughs> amazing. Like, just by just think about just by you going to a college, you don't even have to go to no big school. You can go to a smaller school like me and Patricia did, and they still had the same love. Like I met somebody who who went to uh, Alabama State, and he was like, "Oh, you went to El Waters? We played against them back in the day, you know." And we was it was chopping it up, and he gave me some advice that I could use. And I met another person. They went to the local school that I went um, that I'm from, and they was like, hey, you know, you could do it this way. And she ended up turning into my mentor. But I'll touch on to that more in the next section. Um, so the next one is a big one that I feel like everybody should should learn is the financial burdens of going to college. Because some people have bad things to say and some people have good things. So what's your opinion on that? Uh, GPA equal dollars. Oh. <laughs> but that's one of the first things I learned, like, once I got here, um, contrary to belief like a high gpa the higher is your gpa the more money that you can like apply for and actually realistically earn but alongside with your gpa involvement so that's why i always try to stress for people to get involved like it don't even have to be super made it don't have to be sga it don't have to be royal court just like service or it's like for instance you know how we have the rotaract club um, naacp ncw just like different service orgs or like volunteering um to just better help you get more grants and scholarships. Like, I'll be honest, I've been blessed to have earned at least one scholarship each each school year since I've been here. And mm. so you that just helps to reduce the amount of loans that you have to take out. Uh, also, you know, it's other opportunities to, you know, you could do work study. Um, you also could try, you know, to be a resident aide. It's other things on campus to help offset some of the fees that you would incur while being here but the key is to get involved for sure exactly exactly and for those who about to graduate uh this year my advice to you is to save up some money um the reason i'm saying that is because it's i'm be honest with you it's, it's hard out here even with the college degree it's it's still hard because you still have to put in the work at the end of the day yes you got a college degree but hey you, st- you still got to put in the work like think about patricia she's still doing summer things things in the summer summer internships she put in that work that maybe can be an advantage when she graduates she don't have to 
she don't have to save no money. She can already have a job in Atlanta or Jacksonville or Miami. Like you never know. So like just just save your money up. And so when you because me personally, it took me six months to a year for me to find a job. And that time I just was stacking money, finding jobs, stacking money. So definitely do that as well. And even before you graduate, see if you could find some some um grants. I'm pretty sure they got grants for college graduates. I just hadn't looked into it, but I'm pretty sure they got them. So just look it up and see if you can get that. Um, also, seeking your school high you that you at. I've mm-hmm. seen people do that. I've seen people graduate and come right back next week as, a, as an employee. So definitely talk to your school and be like, hey, uh, you know, I just got out of college. I don't have much money. Can you help me with my, you know, with um, me to get some money so I can start paying on these student loans? So I can get my foot into the door. You might not stay there for six months to a year, but hey, it's a start. And the one thing that I did learn is you don't want to be in a burn financially. So even if it's a job that you don't want after college, still take it because you can use that to bump you up. And because when I first got home, I worked at a a grocery store and I was so miserable. I was like, I got a college degree working at a grocery store. But, you know, I learned. I needed that because it humbled me for one. And for two, I still got money. And now I can use some of that money to pay my financial aid. Get my student loans back, excuse me. So definitely pay back your student loans as well, people, because uh those people ain't playing with you. <laughs> but um, let's get into balancing your academic life and your social life. Yeah. Yeah. Um well, I, as far as the scale on that, my academic life do win. But at the same time, don't get me wrong. I do socialize. It's just uh, some of the scenes just not going to be your scene. So for me, that's right. kind of the case. But at the same time, you know, I'm not all work and no play. Um, It's definitely good to have a nice balance of the two. But don't ever let it be all play and no work. You're going to be in a exactly. bad, a bad, bad boat. But make sure that you, you know, you live. It's college. So experience some of the experiences that college has to offer because you're not going to find them in other spaces in life. Right. Um, I, she pretty much said it all. People just have your academic more than your social life, but hey, at least have a social life. So you can, that, that implies to what we're talking about um, earlier, internships and networking. That's part of your college experience. Mm-hmm. Right. Create your opportunities. You, they ain't going to happen if you don't create them. Hey. Just start, but start talking to people. That could be your future boss, or they can know somebody who knows somebody to get, hey, get you a job. Never know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the last thing I want to talk to you about is uh, Greek life. And I know you're not part of no fraternity or sorority, but I could speak on this because it is part of the HBCU experience. Um, I personally joined the fraternity. I joined IOTA Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated. Um, we're the youngest out of the D9, but hey, we're the strongest. Let's go. <laughs> but um, the reason that, you know, I joined is because I joined because I always wanted to join the fraternity. First of all, let me say that I always wanted to join one, but I never knew which one to join. Um, I was just looking at them like, OK, they should, I like they stroll. I like they stroll. And I realized when I got to college, it was a big difference. It's not about strolling. It's about, OK, who putting in most most um, work on the yard, who doing stuff actually on the yard, who you know, who got the highest GPAs, who doing stuff like that. Cause I wasn't a party person. I didn't go to parties at all. So I'm like, okay, I know I can't go this way, this way with it. I have to figure out which way I want to go. Um, and don't let nobody talk you into it. If you don't want to do great life, don't do it. If you do and you know what you want to do, 
don't let nobody deter you from that. Um, a lot of people ask why I joined IOTA since we are the smallest, and that's because the people on my campus they they did they did what they do, as the old folks say. They put in the work. I always saw them giving back to the students, having cookouts. You know, most people, you know, you don't see that. You don't see even, not even Greek related, but you don't see people like giving you food randomly. So like they were just giving you a play. Hey, you want to play? You know, they'll talk to you. And, you know, the sweethearts who was at the school at the time, you know, they would talk to me and they'll be like, hey, you know, just high college going and stuff like that. So, you know, I was, I really want to join. And I learned the history. Make sure you guys learn the history before you join the organization. Cause it might not be something that like Patricia said earlier, agree with your morals. So don't change them. So definitely find out what fits you. That's my opinion on Greek life. And my last question for you, Patricia is if you had to go back to your freshman year, what would you change differently from what you did? Oh, um, I don't regret a lot. Um, wow, well, it's not a lot. Of, like, you know, I did kind of good my freshman year. I, I don't really, I don't really regret much. Maybe, maybe hang out a little bit more. Like I said, like sometimes I get so like zoned in, focused because I also work. Down, really be hanging out. So I probably would have went went a little bit more sociable. But outside of that, I don't really regret nothing from my my freshman year at all. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's a blessing. <laughs> Trust me. That's a blessing. Um, but what's your willing and able moment? And what I mean by your willing and able moment is what was the moment that defined you? What's the moment that you overcame something and you was like, yeah, I'm at the right place. I finally see what God's showing me now. Something that I overcame. Um, so I, I lost my freshman election coming in right in the fall. Mm-hmm. And like stuff happened and whatever, whatever. And I ended up becoming the class president that spring semester. And so it was like, I knew coming in that I wanted to serve in SGA. But when I did lose, it was a sting. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. damn, like, cause I knew, I knew before coming here that I wanted to be SGA president one day. So when I lost my freshman election, it was like a real big blow. But then like looking back, I saw that. You know what I'm saying? It was just a test to see how committed I was for real. Like, was it just about a title or did I really, you know, want to come and put in work? And so when I lost and I still work and I still was like faithful and I still serve, like, I think that that really showed a lot about how about my heart and who I was as a person. Like, it was never about titles. It was never about like the the clout, quote unquote, that comes with it. It was about me really doing what I felt like I was supposed to do. And so when I finally got the title, it was like, okay, yeah, I got the title, but okay, the title, not a title matches what I'm already doing. And so that was like a good feeling. That's a blessing. I actually remember that. That was my senior year. So when I seen you running for SGA president, I was like, oh, yeah, she got that. Next thing you know, she got I was like, man, that's what so I was so happy for you. I was like, man, that's so I remember when she was a freshman, you know, doing her thing. So my advice to you is to keep going, keep grinding, keep, you know, accomplishing your goals in life. Keep doing what God tell you to do. And before you know it, 2024 will be here. And you'll be walking across that stage and you'll be on the other side. Crazy. But it will yes. be. It's no, no, nothing, nothing. <laughs> okay. So what advice, well, what question do you have for me? This is the last and final question. I didn't say that about 15 times, but this is the last and final question. How does it feel to be an alum? 
it feels good. Um, it feels good because you see, well, first of all, with me personally, I see my school grow after I left, and that's always a blessing. That's a good thing. Um, and I also seen that. How can I put this? It's rewarding because anytime somebody asks you, do you have a college degree? You can say yes. Anytime mm-hmm. you, you walk in your room and you see your college degree just send a like some days, I, like I said earlier, I just stayed. I'd be like, man, I did it. And one of the things that I learned by being an alumni is you got to get help other people get to you where you were went or excuse me, where you are. Um, And having a younger sibling, you know, he look up to me sometimes in the college. So he'd be like, he about to go to college in August. So he'd be like, hey, what, what you do this in college? How you do that? And as an alumni of a college, I can be like, well, you do this and that. And you, you know, you help yourself out and you help other people out. And it, it's just amazing because you you can network with that. That piece of paper is like a, a pass to a to a, another side of society that most people don't get to. So mm-hmm. you can just be like in a room and somebody could be like, okay, whoever have a college degree, come over here we got a job for you and boom you can get in the door just by doing that me personally and i'm gonna make a testimony video about this just by me having a college degree i went into a whole nother field and with my degree it helped me so being an alumni it has its perks and it and it has its down moments too because sometimes you want to go back to college because <laughs> you be like oh man i gotta pay bills i gotta do this i gotta do that but Overall, it's it's amazing. And, you know, like I said earlier, take pictures, take videos. You know, sometimes I sit back and look at videos I had in college and I'd be like, wow, man, that, that was some fun times, you know. And I got to I got to show my little cousins, you know, I was like, hey, this is what college is like. And I actually get to show them and they'd be like, wow, you, you do it your thing in college. You know, I want to go to college now and you just see yourself again in people. So you get a chance to help people. But yeah, that's the end of the podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you again, Miss Patricia. Y'all clap it up for her. Clap it up for her. Definitely look out for her because she's going to be doing some great things in life and she's going to be doing some big things. Definitely remember her name, Miss Patricia Johnson. Thank you again for coming on to the Willing and Able show. And you already know what time it is, people. Y'all have a blessed, positive, productive day. Peace.